Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Trek Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam it, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. Correct. 33 came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, the Rocket David Roberts. Here we are, David. Another episode of Track Chat Live. Man, I, I'm so excited to be here just to get away from all the rain, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over the rain. You over the rain? I'm over it. I mean, well, it's been raining all day. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we didn't get a lot down there at the house. We got some this morning, then uh, got to clear it off. It ain't been too bad. Well, they say we're going to be going to have some rain like all week, and I'm just not looking forward to that. No, not what you see on the news. I mean, like, man, that's rain, 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 so many inches. That's a lot. Yes, a lot of rain, and I don't do well sitting in the house. I get cabin fever staying inside. Yeah. I got so much stuff I need to be doing, and sitting in the house is not one of them things. But uh, did you have a good weekend? We did. We had a good weekend. Uh, we raced Friday night. And, Which we'll talk you know, about that we'll here talk shortly. We'll a little bit about that. Then uh, Saturday, just worked around the house, and you know, then Father's Day, they carried me out. And had a good time. Well, good. I, I, I sent you a text yesterday. Happy yep. Father's Day. I knew you were probably spending time with the family and the kids, so I didn't want to bother you. We normally have our you know weekly conversation about the show on on Sunday, and we go over all the stuff off the air, but uh, I let you do your thing yesterday. But That was good. I was looking at the back of my eyelids most of the afternoon, but yeah, I appreciate that. Well, good. So a couple things before we get started with our asphalt report today. We want to know how everyone is listening to the show. Or if you're listening live on, on the radio on 104.7, we really appreciate that. Or if you listen the next day on the podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, TuneIn app, on our website, trackchatlive.com, we want to know. We're going to send a little survey out on our social media platforms to kind of get your feel for it. But if you want to send us an email, if you have my number, if you had David's number, you can text us and let us know, even if it's on the uh, app. We want to know, do you listen live or do you listen the next day on the podcast? Because we're kind of, you know, looking at ways to reach more people. And is it going to be live? Is it going to be the next day? We just kind of want to know how we can reach more people and get people involved with the show. Second of all, I'd like to wish someone a happy birthday. I miss this guy on the airwaves like crazy, but you guys know Charlie Munson, the coach? The coach. You know, he was a the longtime uh, morning show personality on 92.5. Yes, see. So uh, today's his birthday. I'm sure he can't hear this because he lives up north now. Got married, but today's his birthday. So happy birthday, Charlie Munson. That's right. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into our asphalt report. Got a lot to say about... Anderson, man. <laughs> Quite a few things. Yeah, you know, I looked up and I thought it was a full moon. It felt like a full moon night or Friday the thirteenth. So I went and looked at the calendar, but man, it it got a little rough and wild Friday night. Yes, it did. 
I don't know how to explain it, except it was just crazy. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and give our results here for the Anderson Motor Speedway race Friday night. Uh, Limited late model was Mag Tate, making it three in a row for Mag. That's pretty tough to do. And sending our condolences out also to Mag Tate. He uh, was, uh, during the Victory Lane interview, he was talking about his grandmother, and he got kind of emotional, which, I mean, I expect that. I mean, I would too. But she had not been doing well, and I saw this morning on Facebook that she passed away. So condolences going out to that family, thoughts and prayers, uh, Mag Tate. The next was mini stock winner was Ryan Howard. Big Show Pure Stock was Chandler Gallman. Wow. Yeah, of course, there was some tech after the race, like there always should be. Yep. And after the results, it looks like Chandler was the winner at 12 years old wow first yeah. race for him to win so uh he's awesome gonna, he's gonna be a good little shoe from what i've watched and uh i know his grandpa and they you know he's a great racer and john mm-hmm. you yes. know his dad so that he, he comes from that but man he is right now it seems like he has got a knack for what he's doing and he's gonna be a good one. yes he is very definitely gonna be a, a good little driver he's already a good driver he's just gonna continue to get better over and over again uh, front wheel drive, uh, Tommy Davis Jr., the high side hustler. Makes three in a row for him as well. Right. Yeah. I don't know what, you know, I've I seen the car count was a little down in that deal. Yes. And, and we had Tommy on here and we talked about that, you know. I mean, me as a racer, I, I'm coming to beat Tommy Davis. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to go to where he's at. He's the best there is in that deal, in them cars. And that's who I would, I would want to beat. So, I, you know, you guys need to get off your thing and come on out there and, and yeah. get well, it done. Well, see, Tommy actually posted something on Facebook yesterday. I, I was very tempted to share it. I just didn't want to get something stirred up, but he was 100% spot on. You know, he's concerned about the car count, and he wants to try and, and make it, you know, like it used to be in 2013, like 25, 30 cars out there. And basically, he, he laid out a little deal with, you know, a buyback rule. You can buy the whole car. And basically, what it boils down to is just keeping the cost down, down yeah. which if you look at across the board, every division now, not only at Anderson, but other racetracks. I mean, the cost keeps going up, 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 up. And then you can't, you're basically costing yourself out of being able to race anymore because it's just so expensive. Yeah, we all want worst enemies most of the time at that, as racers. And yeah, but we didn't get uh, better and better. Yeah, but we didn't get in here. We'll, we'll have to do a whole show, like maybe Track Chat Live Extra. Yeah. And just talk about, talk about stuff that. like that. Uh, being modified was Riley Gentry. Smiley Riley, one half of the Gentry Nation Young Guns, was Jordan Kane. And then the U.S. Legends was Mitchell Thompson. The next race is going to be two weeks from now. It's going to be the Freedom Friday celebration. It's going to be the return of the street stocks. This time it's the GXS Street Stock Showdown. Blue Carlisle uh, started this series up. It's basically kind of like the, the mass deal with the rules. But we'll be giving you more information about the Freedom Friday and the GXS Street Stock uh, race coming up in two weeks on June the 30th. Dillon Motor Speedway didn't have a race scheduled this past weekend. Their next race is going to be June 24th. Florence Motor Speedway had a uh, late model winner was Cody Kelly. Mini Stocks, Matt Briggs, which they had twins in those. They had twins in the, yeah. in the late model and the uh, mini stocks. The first late model winner, Cody Kelly. Second was Doug Barnes Jr. Mini Stocks, Matt Briggs won both those. Uh, Chargers, the first one was Ricky Locklear Jr. Chargers second was Robert Powell. The Super Trucks one was Cody Kelly, and the Super Trucks two was Strom Altman. Then the Thunder and Lightning series. I'm not sure what that is. Joey Webster won that race. And the Florence next race is going to be July 1st, and it's called Let Freedom Race. Hickory Motor Speedway. Late model winner was Kate Brown. Limited late model was Graham Holler. Then the Street Stocks was Gary Ledbetter. Super Trucks was 
Ashley Huffman, and they had another twin truck races, and the second race was Charlie Watson. Then the Renegade was Zachary Mullins. The next race there is going to be Saturday, July the 8th. Kingsport Speedway, late model sportsman. Winner was Derek Lane. Street Stock was Jamie Meadows. Pure 4 was John Keytron. Beginner front wheel drive was Joshua Collins, and then the Mod 4 was Chris Ambergris. Next race is going to be June the 30th. They're going to have a fireworks night there as well. Tri-County didn't have a race. Uh, their next race is going to be July the 1st. But they had a lot of yeah. paving going on up there. Yeah, let me let me they they repaved the the front straightaway, so the whole racetrack's been repaved. I seen on Facebook that they're having a race this coming Saturday, the twenty fourth. There's late models, limiteds, oh, you know, the vintage cars. Oh, so they're going okay. So what I seen on Facebook, so they got a race the twenty fourth this coming Saturday. Okay. Then the then the next one will be July the first. Gotcha. I somehow overlooked that or yeah. in my well, I think they just put it out today. Okay, I try. Listen, we tried our best to keep up, yeah. but sometimes we just can't catch everything. So, uh, yeah, good that the twenty fourth for Tri County next race, Greenville Pickens. Any any updates? I have not talked to Jackie in a couple of weeks, but man, I'm I've I've got to think that the ship has sailed. You know, I hate to say mm. that, but you know, I know Jackie's still fighting. He hadn't quit. I, I just know who he, how he is. But yeah, I'm just uh, sad to say I don't I don't think that it's going to make it this year. So sad. Hopefully, hopefully that. Uh, they can get things worked out, and we can do it next year. I'm hoping so. I mean, Jackie has worked his tail off trying to make this happen at Greenville, and he has—I mean, he's right there at the tip of it. I just—I'm hoping for better news, but it looks to me like things are—he's running out of time there. The uh, Southeast Super Truck Series that had no race this weekend looks like their next scheduled race is going to be Saturday, July the 15th at Hickory Motor Speedway. And if you were at the Lonesome Pine race, you noticed on the the Super Trucks and the Limited Late Models, they the contingency stickers—they have the Track Chat Live contingency stickers on those race trucks trucks and cars so that is awesome we're getting everything out there hopefully we're going to get some t-shirts made i got to teach david how to iron they can iron on some yeah those old patches like we used to have way back <laughs> yeah in the that's 80s. it we're going to yeah, teach you how to do that run the iron over back yep. and forth yeah. we're going to teach you how to do that so we can get some t-shirts out there but uh, that's going to do it for our asphalt report we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with our guest time to get dirty david are you ready i'm ready baby all right we'll be, we'll be back here in a few moments with our guest on track chat live Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks, including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. 
The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. This is Tommy Davis. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX in Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Got the asphalt coverage out of the way. Oh, by the way, El Taco opened up their uh, new location. Wow, where is it at? Over there on East Greenville Street on the corner. East Greenville Street? Yeah, it used to be the uh, corner bagel shop, but now it's El Taco. Mm. All right, I think it's time to welcome our special guests to the studio. What do you think? We got a good one. Man, we've got a good one. We're going back to the dirt side and, and get the dirt out there. And we'd like to welcome now to the show, Mr. Blake Bentley. Blake, how are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing great, man. I, I am so excited to have you on the show. I've been watching you. We, you know, covered dirt and asphalt results, and we've been watching you, man. Uh, you're you're a, you're a hot shoe on dirt, man. You're, you're right up there with the likes of, uh, you know, the guy named Rod Tucker, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, I think you guys are pretty good friends, right? Yeah, we're friends off the racetrack, but, you know, we both put, put a helmet on on race day, and, uh, I mean, I ain't going to say we're going to run each other over, but it's going to be the lot of the show for sure. I got you. Well, we've we've been watching you, and we were thinking, me and myself and, and David, we're thinking about, you know, we need to get this guy on the show because he's, he's really, you know, showing out on the, in the dirt scene. So we want to get you on here and just kind of pick your brain and, and see what you're See what you're all about. Blake, Blake the first yes, question. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Blake, the first question I got, are you any kin to Billy Bentley? Yes, sir, I am. That's my uh, that's my uncle. That's your uncle. Now, he he was yes, a shoe. Sir. He was a shoe back in the day. Back in my day, he was uh, he was one of the tough ones to beat around here, you know, Riverside and Fountain Inn, Old Fountain Inn, Lawrence and, and places. So that's your uncle. That's cool. So Yeah, matter of fact, talking about him right quick, I throw this out there, uh, he works over at O'Reilly's now, uh, right there in, in uh, Welford. And, you know, obviously we go over there and try to buy all the parts we can, you know, cleaner, brake cleaner, stuff like that. Right. Anyway, I've been hounding him for about, I don't know, probably four or five years now, ever since he, you know, kind of got himself cleaned up and back, back going again. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, I said, Billy, why don't you go to the race with us one time? 
Well, two weeks ago, we were getting ready to go out for hot laps, and I seen him come across the hill there at Gaffney. We were in the staging lane, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> anyway, funny. ever since then, he calls me about once a week. You found me a race car yet? He's dying to get one in vintage cars. So. Man, he, he, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see him get back in the seat because, like I say, back in the day, boy, he was tough, you know, for back, back in his younger days and stuff, so. I'd, I'd love to see that. And you tell him, David Roberts, talking about him, telling him almost how good he was. Don't tell him I said he was real good. I will. I know <laughs> it lit a fire under him, him seeing Dennis Williams getting that thing. I know that. Oh, yeah, Dennis. I seen where Dennis won one here <laughs> while back. So, yeah, I can see that fire, <laughs> oh, yeah. getting him fired up. So, that's pretty cool. So, oh, yeah. So, is it, now, is that where the number 12 come from? Or is that just uh, the Bentley yeah, number? I guess it was just kind of passed down. You know, my dad, my dad had it. Uh, obviously Billy had it. Um, I'm not real sure if my grandpa ever had it or not, but, uh, maybe I, ain't, I don't really know to be honest with you. So I couldn't answer that honestly, but, um, I, I just picked it up from my dad and because when I was born, you know, he was the only one racing that was actively racing at the time. So right. I just kind of picked it up and stuck, stuck with it. Now, what is your dad's name? Uh, Brian Bentley. Brian Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't realize they was brothers. That's that's cool. What, what about Grandpa? Some of these old people might remember uh, his name. Uh, Tex William Tex. William Tex. Uh, yeah, he used to uh, he used to own StarTech used cars out there in StarTech. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard his name. He, yeah, that's my grandpa. Yeah, cool. So so when did you start racing? Uh, I started racing go kart. Well, I got my first go kart, which was a yard kart at three, and uh, we made laps there. My nana had a Big, big garden, about three-eighths, maybe even bigger than that, half-mile, uh, right there in the neighborhood, and it was actually across the street from my grandparents' house, and uh, we lived down in the corner, and Betty built me a racetrack around her garden, and I'd go out there every day, you know, make laps, but they got my first racing go-kart uh, when I was five, and we run it until I was 10, and then that's when I went to cars. So you started driving these, these full-body cars at around 10 or 11 years old? Ten years old, yes, sir. Wow, that's, that's pretty neat. That's another one. That's way before I did. I was my first race when I was fourteen, but I was probably I was a big old boy back. Anyway, so about twelve, I was helping pack the track down in the car and stuff like that. So, so that's cool. Yes, sir. We're seeing a common denominator here. We we interview a lot of different racers, and it seems like the one thing that a lot of the racers have in common. And I'm not saying if you get a late start in life that you're not going to be successful, but some of the guys like you that you know are getting out here and winning all these races, you all have got started at a very young age, and it's kind of like rooted in in your your genes and your family. It's like something that your family's always been part of over the years. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and I, I'm a firm believer of that as well. You know, I got my little boy now, and he's uh, he'll be four. Uh, July the third, so coming up here in the next two weeks. So, but anyway, we actually got him on a wing card already making laps too. I'm gonna try to get him up there at Millbridge and uh, go every chance we can. But yeah, it's been a lifestyle, you know. I mean, it, it ain't. It, you know, people say it's just a hobby, but it really ain't no hobby to us. It's something we do for fun, but we take it extremely serious. And uh, regardless if we're racing for five hundred dollars or fifty thousand dollars, it wouldn't matter. You know, we go to win, and uh, it's it's what I look forward to. Exactly, like. I grew up, my father, you know, took me to the race. I, I was never, a, you know, a driver or a racer or anything like that. But I've noticed a lot of, you know, kids, if their parents, you know, they hunt, they fish, they get their kids brought up in that kind of stuff. And then it's one of those lifestyles that their children end up developing over the years. And 
they start hunting, they start fishing, they start, you know, driving a race car, just whatever type of thing that they were brought up in is kind of what they continue doing. And they usually end up being very successful. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess it kind of makes me think, you know, that I learned a lot of stuff at a young age that, you know, I, I try to help people, you know, when they call or text me or whatever, you know, hey, can you explain this? Or, hey, you know, well, you might help me set my car up or whatever. I go to explain this stuff and they're like, how do you know that? You know, hmm. I'm like, well, uh, I've been doing it for a long time. I know I ain't real old, but you know, you, you sit there in that shop long enough, you'll you'll teach yourself things that you haven't been taught, and you'll also learn a lot. So yeah, that's exactly right. So so who do you build your own cars? Uh, no, the car that I got now, uh, Brandon Goulet built it. Okay. Um, Goulet Race Cars, and they were or him and uh, John Keith. Their statement race cars were kind of in cahoots together, and. Uh, they had a falling out. Uh, not real sure of all the details there, so I don't want to start nothing there. But <laughs> anyway, they had a falling out, and Brandon uh, actually built a car uh, there at his shop, you know, from start to finish. And uh, we went and picked it up, and we brought it home, and you know, put it all together, and we've been good ever since. So okay. shout out to Brandon for building a badass yeah. race car. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. So so uh, so you just got the one car that. That I seen here on your Facebook, the one he built. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah, that's the only car we got right now. Maybe looking to add something else here soon, but kind of want to have both options. You know, we uh, recently made the switch to a crate motor. We've been on a built motor all last year and up until uh, two weeks ago. Uh, after that ten thousand dollar to win race at Gaffney, uh, rod out run us so bad it just made me break down and go buy a crate motor. So yeah, what is that six oh two? Lucky for yeah, lucky for me, uh, we got the crate motor, and I've won both times I went with it. So I don't know if it's just a quinky dink or what, but <laughs> we've been good with it so far. Yeah, sometimes it just takes a little change like that to get you just a little bit more, you know, that you was liking. But yeah, I know uh, I seen a picture of you and Rod and and Devin Morgan, all the number twelves. That's pretty cool. So. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, we've been racing together for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to help Rod back in the day when. He was a young man working, you know, him and his dad and four-cylinder stuff. I used to build a bunch of cars. And so I'm proud of him and done that. And and sounds like you've come from the same kind of mold of uncles and grandpas and daddies working on the cars and doing your own thing and, you know, not not just having it handed to you and working for it and making your cars better. That's, that's what it takes to make a good race car driver. Oh, yeah. I mean, we hustle every week, you know. I mean, it's always something. There's always something out there that's a little bit better than what you got. And if mm. you don't crowns for it it ain't gonna happen you know that's right so <laughs> so what is uh what's your favorite racetrack man to be honest with you uh the last last year we went to why not for the three stock nationals mm-hmm. and we got there on wednesday and i absolutely hated the place i mean i told daddy i was like let's go you know let's load this stuff up and go back to spartanburg we were like 80th out of 87 cars that practice we were 80th wow. and i was like i you know we were winning at home and brought a good race car here and i was like we're, i don't i don't know we're just lost anyway uh we got up that saturday morning or friday morning and uh went up there and found some concrete went to work on it and uh ended up making a show but as far as the racing, I, I got to say, you know, why not would probably be one of my favorite racetracks. Um, place this race is so so different. I mean, you can start 20th and, and win the race, you know, if you play your cards right. So right. we're looking forward to getting back there uh, next month. It's got kind of multiple grooves, more or less. You can kind of run the top or the bottom, make some moves. Oh, there. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it cleans up real good. So what's, you know, 
I hate to say this, but what's your least favorite racetrack? Uh, probably Lawrence. Lawrence. We went down there. Yeah, we went down there for the Sean race. I mean, I know it, and I, I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way, but I, 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 I just don't like the place. I was headed there, so go. you go ahead and tell me the story. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we went down there, and, you know, regardless, of, I don't want to think, you know, I don't want to say nothing the wrong way to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tickle anybody's feathers or anything, but... Right. The, the actual racetrack is fun. I mean, I enjoy driving it. You yeah. know, it's elbows up. You got to be on the hammer, you know, getting after it. But it's just so one lane. You know, you either got to rub somebody wrong or shove them off in the corner. And uh, I'm not, you know, I know most fans want to go and they're like, well, yeah, we, I want to see a good wreck and I want to see a good race. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as I ain't a part of the wreck, I, I'm fine, you know. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just, I ain't never had no good luck there. You know, I, I wanted to win that Shrine race and I gave it hell and uh, uh uh, I used my stuff up there, and then the caution come out, and they put the boy back in front of me, and uh, ended up running second in that deal. But we may give her one more shot. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of heard that and seen, you know, about that putting you back behind behind the boy and, and and stuff. Not sure what all really went down and how it really how it really played out. I seen you. You know, you had a good run, had a chance to win, and you know. Yeah, that's a tough little place to get around. So some sometimes it's you got to rub the concrete on the inside wall to get around it, and sometimes you you got the right rear dragging the high side. You know. Yeah, I knocked the quarter pounds plumb off of it right at right uh, first lap of qualifying. Mm-hmm. So uh, trust me, it was way up there against the fence Tuesday night. But like I say, I like to go and support the Shriners and uh, all they do for right. kids and stuff. So right. I was hell bent when it was going. Yeah, and I, and I know Chris real well, and you know they. They working hard down there, trying to make a go of it, and, and they yes, they make mistakes and stuff. But yeah, it's it's a fun racetrack, and it's one that you can dislike in a hurry because you know I've I've knocked the signs down on the back straightaway and won multiple <laughs> races there, so I've I've got my love and hate with that place too. So so Blake, so Blake, we're gonna have to take a break here and kind of get our sponsors some some time, but we'll be back to talk to you in just a minute. That's right, Blake. Don't go anywhere. Thank we're gonna take a short break and thank all these fine sponsors who help keep Track Chat live on the air but we'll be back on the other side and we'll continue our conversations with blake bentley here on track chat live man that car sounds good oh you know it's just that carnage exhaust i got at troy's muffler troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years if you need custom exhaust work repair or to diagnose a problem They've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. 
Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's Barbecue Sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Never miss a moment on Track Chat Live. My first encounter with Rick, I had just started working at Anderson, and I was doing victory lane interviews, and just so happened that night, Rick won the race, and it was my job to go down and interview him, so i let you take it from here. He come over there, and uh, now she's beating my doors out. You know, it's, it's a pretty rough little race. This is a limited light model, but she's beating the doors out, and she's taking pictures and all kind of stuff, and Jeff asked me if I want to thank my wife. Well, I thought he had the mic back far enough and i said something a little inappropriate that basically she wasn't my wife you know and uh i didn't realize the mic was still close enough for everybody to hear track chat live mondays at 6 p.m on 104.7 wrix electric city bluegrass Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. And talking with our guest, dirt racer Blake Bentley. And uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about what happened up at Traveler's Rest because he won the street stock race. So, Blake, tell us all about that race. Uh, we unloaded and was fast off the truck. That was our second race on our crate motor. So, we uh, we hadn't been up there all year and uh, kind of, you know, been trying to figure out Gaffney how to go around there and get better. So, anyway, we uh, figured we'd go. They were paying 1500 and in the driver's meeting, they announced they were going, they got some bonus money or whatnot. They ended up being 1900 to win. So, uh, that's a pretty good crowd of us there. Anyway, we unloaded fast and uh set fast time and uh ended up getting it done so really good night for me yeah that sounds like a real good night for anybody 1900 that's 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 a that's a good night now you just normally run one night a week uh, it really just depends i mean here recently i've been driving that thunder bomber for uh billy fowler and them and you know most of the time i've, I've been trying to set it up where i can race Traveler's Rest, or uh, like I said, we went to Lawrence Tuesday night. So really, it was two nights a week. Most of the time, I, if I can get two nights a week, that's enough for me. So right. uh, <laughs> we, uh, I just try to set it up to where I only drive one car per night. You know what right, I mean? Right. Now, what what time did you get home from the Shrine Race? Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's been one of our conversations talking about the Shrine Race, how late we get home on Tuesday night. <laughs> Uh, I think it was like 140 or something like that. It was it was pretty rough on Wednesday morning. I can let you know that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the way it always has been. You know, like I say, that's uh, 40 years, 42 years, and 41 on a Tuesday night. So it's pretty cool. And have you ever won a shrine race? I have not. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I try to go uh, tell a little quick story. Right quick, I was in. I just got out of high school. Well, no, I was in high school. I think it was my 10th grade year. I have to go back and look in my picture book. But anyway, uh, I think I was in my 10th grade summer. Uh, my dad, you know, we had two four-cylinder cars there. Both of them were mine. Uh, he called me and he was like, hey, I ain't going to let you drive it, but we're going to take that white car down there to Lawrence and not for the Shrine Race. And I was like, all right. I said, that's fine, you know. Anyway, he said, uh, go down there and get it ready to charge the battery, you know, yada, yada, yada. So anyway, I go down there and, like I say, it's summer, so I ain't working or nothing, so. 
Anyway, I worked my tail off all day. I got the truck hooked up and race car on the trailer. We had an open trailer, so it's fairly easy to load by yourself. So, mm-hmm. anyway, he gets off work and he's like, uh, you got that thing ready? Anyway, we ended up going down there and he set fast on and won the race. So, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, yep. uh, winning one of those is special. I've, I've had a, I've been fortunate to win a couple, never on the dirt. I missed my opportunity a bunch of times, but yeah, you, you'll just keep digging. You'll get you one. Oh yeah, I hope so. We'll uh, we try to we try to run that one at Carolina too, but here I think the past two years we've missed it. So we'll uh, we'll keep striving at it and see if we can get there. Now he says he's missed his opportunity, but David hasn't missed. He's David's still going at it. He's still racing. He just does asphalt. I don't think the right dirt yeah. opportunity has come along for him to get in a car, but he's still going at it just on asphalt right now. Yeah. Heck yeah. So what about deal. do it as long as you can? What about you? You got any? Where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Still running what you're running? You thinking about moving up to a crate car, late model, or uh, well, I don't know if you know it or not, but I've already been in the late model world. Uh, I think it was 2007. No, it might have been 2010. Right. 2009 and 10, we uh, I actually drove for David Smith. Uh, he had Hollywood. two cars, and uh, yeah, we run that little fast track deal and traveled around. I ended up winning rookie of the year, and uh, I think we run. I run third in the points, and he might have won the points. I can't remember exactly, but uh, yeah, we I've done the crate late model deal, and then I ended up getting a ride uh, for Travis Blackwell. Uh, anyway, I won the track championship in 2000. I ain't real good with dates. I want to say it was like 2012, maybe, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because I graduated 2013, and I don't think I was racing at the time that I graduated. But anyway, uh, ended up winning the 604 track championship over at Cherokee and uh, got out of it. We had uh, my wife had my little boy. We got out of it, and then my dad ended up buying or Kyle Cox ended up buying my dad a Thunder Bomber, which is the Thunder Bomber that Rod's got right now. He, My dad bought it from Rod. Mm. Uh, anyway, one thing led to another. They'd been racing, 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 and uh, like I said, really wasn't having no real good success, and uh, Daddy called me, and uh, I was one of them. You know, if I wasn't racing, I didn't really care to go. You know, I just, I, was, I, I like the racing part of it, or the working part of it, just as much as racing it. Right. when i'm the one doing it you know right. that's right um uh, so anyway i done kind of like got away from it or whatever and we had a little place a little camper at the lake and we was kind of doing that deal and uh daddy called me and asked me if i'd drive it and i was like yeah i'll drive it anyway the first night out we run third and we went to work on it and one thing led to another well here we are the i think this is the fourth or fifth year now consistently that i've been racing since i took that little break when my when my son was born now what would you consider the biggest race you've ever won like money wise or like just as far as publicity you know the biggest race that you've won in your career uh money wise would probably be the thunder bomber classic not last year the year before uh we won the thunder bomber classic and it was a cool cool month for us really we uh had the mike duval memorial at cherokee and it paid three thousand or thirty five hundred and the very next weekend uh they had the five thousand win classic at Traveler's Rest, and we won both of them, you know, back-to-back weekends. So it was a very 30-month, I guess you could call it, and uh, that's probably the biggest money race win that I've had. And I've also won uh, World Crown Force Internationals. Uh, had it won the second year, and 
back to back years and then Braden got tangled up there on the front stretch and uh cut a tire down ended up for us but uh that's probably the two most valuable wins i guess you could call it yeah man that the four-cylinder deal is a hard deal to win that's uh oh yeah I, I wanted, a bunch of bunch of car competition there right i wanted back way back in the day with a couple of cars i built you know with different drivers i don't think i ever had one to win win with the same driver but yeah that's a tough that's a tough little deal so. now, now you're running yeah, with the cool. likes of newman right newman presnell and eddie mcgrew uh yeah me and newman had all a hell of a battle uh back when i was a kid you know i, I followed him probably if i could make an estimate i would probably say ten thousand laps around riverside um hmm. uh, i got a couple good videos of us you know where i was just dead on his bumper but he never made a hiccup so yeah, Newman, Newman's good, and his little boy's going to be a hell of a wheeler. Well, Blake, tell us uh, if you want to give a shout-out to your sponsors and who you got helping you, you know, give him a shout-out before we leave. Yeah, yeah. like I say, I mean, I just got to thank, you know, my wife. She puts a lot of time in the shop, you know, as far as cleaning and keeping everything up and keeping us all straight. Uh, my little boy, you know, he's always down there with us, too. Uh, I got our good buddy, Lathan Stokes. He helps me week in and week out. He ain't missed a race since we started back racing, so uh, my dad, you know, he's done unlimited amount of anything he could possibly do, he'd do. Um, of course, all the sponsors that helped me, you know, uh, David Smith with Smith Motors Anderson, uh, Gregor's Trailer Service, Flatwood Customs, Vintage 10 Speed Shop, uh, Mike's Wholesale Flooring, RPM Transport, Big Ace Custom Graphics, Earl Ramey Race Engines, Bill Pink Carburetors, uh, Hellish Tree Service, my grandparents, uh, you know, they, they're all in on this racing deal and have been since day one. Uh, you know, everybody that supports us buys shirts, hats, you know, it all goes back to the racing program and it takes everything we can get to uh, make our deal go. Well, that's right. awesome. We're going to have to get us either a shirt or a hat or something. We have to. Now, is there any like social media outlets that you have so people can follow what you do? Well, I, I usually, I don't really post nothing personal, you know, I just, pretty much my Facebook page is Blake Bentley, uh, I, I put all my racing updates and stuff there, I really need to set me up a, uh, strict, you know, strictly for a racing account, um, but like I say, I just, I usually just give an update on where we're going and kind of the result, and most of the time I'm pretty bad about it, but I'll admit to it, if we don't do good, I don't put no results, so if you don't see me posting nothing, that's because we're working. Yeah. gotcha well, you, man we really appreciate you coming right. on david you got something yeah man you tell uncle uncle billy i said to get off his can go get him a car and get back in the seat <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll relay the message thank you thank you blake uh, you have a good evening man we'll talk to you later on thank you thank you for having us yes sir all right blake bentley we'll be back in a moment and we'll reflect on on blake and then we'll talk a little bit of dirt on dirt and we also have an update i'll talk about that here on track chat live Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalston's.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. 
JW Machine Fab is Fountainia's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinefab.com. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallics, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. This is Kenneth Hedden. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Put you in the uh, skating mood there. Rena, she's skating tonight. Right? Yeah, she's going. Yeah, Rena went skating tonight. Do you ever skate? Man, I'm back from the old school. You know, you get up on the tip top on your little stoppers, you know, and you run. Yep. Glide around. That's what I do. I got you. Well, see, it's really a, a good exercise if you ever want to try to go skating. That's where I got my start uh, at the skating ring. So, uh, just for all you folks that really don't care, I'm letting you know. <laughs> anyway, I mentioned before we went into break about I had an update. So, if anyone who goes to Anderson and races there or just goes and watches uh, Casey Burkett, he's the driver of the uh, 55 car in the front wheel drive division. He hasn't really raced a lot in the last couple of years, but uh, he was a very uh, competitive and been racing there for as long as I can remember. But he was in a motorcycle accident last night and he got messed up pretty bad, uh, had several broken bones. But uh, I just got a message from his wife, Tammy. Uh, basically it was saying that it's a little worse than they thought. It took about three hours to do the surgery. His ankle and lower calf had several breaks and fractures. He's got pins, plates, rods, screws, and looking at basically six weeks of no walking. Yes, yeah, it's, it's bad. But uh, then they're going to possibly maybe put him in a walking boot and do some therapy. Uh, he's recovering at the moment, and she wants to tell everybody thank you for all the thoughts and prayers that have been coming her way. Um, 
so uh, I hate it. He had an accident, but hopefully he'll be uh, on the road to recovery now. And just don't go through any airport security because he will not be able to board a plane <laughs> after all those screws and everything. Yeah. Tammy, so, Tammy, our prayers are with you. Yes, Tammy. Thoughts and prayers with you and the rest of the family, and, and especially Casey. Hopefully he'll be back on his feet again, and maybe he'll get to come and race some more before uh, season's over. It's a long shot, but who knows. Also, shout out to some folks who are messaging. I've been people texting and messaging on different ways that they're listening to the show. And uh, Justin Sorrow and all those guys down there in Belton, they're listening on the radio, 104.7 here live. So big shout out to them for uh, getting that info to us. Now, David, you ready to get dirty over there? Man, we're going to sling a little dirt if we can, see what our results are from this past weekend. Let's do it. All right, so we got Cherokee Speedway and the Renegade Sportsman was David Lucas. The Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett. The Shreem Four was Jonathan Strett. The East, the Mid East Mods was Ryan Avery's. 604 Late Models was Dylan Brown. 602 Late Models was John Ruggiero Jr. And their next race is Saturday the 24th. Now, Cherokee had a little bit of excitement this past weekend. Yeah, right? yeah, I seen it on there. Some uh, had a car turnover and and land on top of a personal vehicle. Yeah, that's I never a good thing. I don't think anybody was hurt, but that's you know. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone was hurt. Cars were damaged, but they can be replaced. Yeah. Humans can't. So pretty, but pretty bad wreck. But you know, at least nobody was hurt. So. Exactly. So Harris Speedway, we got the futures was Jamie Decker. Front-wheel drive was Willie Fowler. The pure stock was Dwayne Worley. The Thunder Bomber was Bailey Hip. The Ford Outlaws was Josh Melton. The front-wheel drive young gun was Cruz Madison. The street stock was Madison Hoots. The 602 late model was Hollywood David Smith. Hollywood! Old, old man's still getting it done. I yes, guess he is. Running. So their next race is Saturday, June the 4th at Harris Speedway. So now we're going to move on down to Lawrence, and they had they had their annual Shrine Race on Tuesday night, and I I know we beat this around, but forty two years and forty one of them was on has been on Tuesday nights. So they they had a great crowd and, and some good cars, good racing, you know as they normally do. Oh Zach Mitchell, he won the six oh two late models. He's a he's a shoe, you know. They got yep. front wheel drive was Travis Jamison. The Thunder Bomber Futures was Trent Jamison. The Four Cylinders was Kevin Cooper. The Thunder Bomber was Travis Jamison. And the Limited Late Models was Drew Benefield. So that was your Shrine Race results from back on Tuesday night, 6-13. So this, this Saturday, the 17th, we had the 602 Late Models won by Larry Till. Front wheel drive was Wayne Taylor. The Young Guns was Trent Gaines. The four cylinders was Jasper Brown. Jasper Brown, call out to J- uh, Jimmy Blackwell and Deb Blackwell, the Scooby-Doo crew. That's, <laughs> that's their grandson. Scooby-Doo. J- Jasper, good job, buddy. The pure stock is Kevin Nations. The Thunder Bombers, Travis Jamison. Their next race is Saturday, June the 24th. Move on down to Livonia Speedway, the Rusty Jordan Memorial. The front-wheel drive with Northwest, you got that name right, or is it? I you, think is Kanye had Northwest? a kid named Northwest. Did he not? Okay, you know who Kanye is, right? Yeah, I think. So. <laughs> okay, good. He, he's he's 
<laughs> yeah, southeast, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the stock eight was Brandon Hunt. The limited late models was Bubba Russell. The modified street was Chad Puckett. Stock fours Elliot Brayboy. Open wheel modified was Chris Nickerson. Six oh two late models was Frankie Beard. Six oh two Chargers was Kalen Kettle, and the young guns was Hunter Carey. Man, they got a bunch of classes. Next race is Saturday, June the twenty fourth. Dakota still got no results. We'll just keep. They didn't have a race. Away, so they didn't have a race. Right. Okay, no race schedule. Their next one is supposed to be June the twenty fourth. Yes. Then we found out here lately that our travels rest report is Thunder Bomber Madison Hoots. Rookies is Cruz Madison. Stream four is Chris Coggins. The pure stock is Dwayne Worley. Thunder Bomber. None other than Devin Kelly. Devin yeah, Kelly. On the show today. I'm telling you, he's coming along. He's coming along. Yes, good. he is. He's actually trying to trying to run double duty uh, in a couple of weeks at Anderson. Pure yeah. stock and street stock. That's what yeah. he told me. So it's yeah. awesome. Proud to see him doing good. Renegade Sportsman is Justin Pierce. The vintage. No vintage. The street stocks is Blake Bentley. We just got off the phone with him. Yes, Mr. Doing, Bentley. Mr. Bentley doing good. And uh, their next race is Friday, June the 23rd and that's all we got on the dirt all right we're gonna take our last break and we'll be back with the rocket says here on track chat live tri-county speedway is the place to be in 2023 for saturday night thunder that shakes the mountains in granite falls north carolina featuring lake model stock limited lake model renegades four-wheel drive outlaws street stocks and full body finish Cheer parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit PTriCountySpeedway.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah. I'm waiting on you to dance or something, man. There we go. <laughs> I 
promise next time I'm going to get Facebook Live going so everybody can see how much fun that David has. Well, that's when I sit over here like a turtle. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's that's probably what you would do if I went Facebook Live. You would sit over there and not do nothing. I'd be on lockdown. All right. You ready to do this? Yeah, man. Here we go. He's been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air, here on Track Chat Live. Thank you, Chastain Heating and Air, The Rocket Says, Track Chat Live. Let's go, man. <laughs> the Rocket Says, I got to hurry up. I ain't got no time, right? <laughs> so, so one thing I want to talk about is, is uh, redrawing the starts after you qualify. You know, do we think that's a good thing? far as a racer nah we want to sit on the pole we want to get there be the fastest in hot laps be the fastest in qualifying and sit on the pole and lead every lap so as a racer not a fan of the redraw especially if you're if you've got a fast fast race car so but on the fan side you know you want to see it mixed up and moved around so you know my question to all the people listening do you think that we should be doing a redraw after qualifying or not? So like down at Florence, they had twin races. So after the first race, they invert eight cars. So actually the guy that won the first race in every division did not win the second race and this week. So if you go back and look at the results, the late model, the trucks and the charger limited cars, you know, they didn't. So it can, it can play a big part in, in the finish and stuff, you know, but, I know a racer puts all his hard work in there and does whatever to, to be fast. Then you do that. So it's, it's kind of a two-edged sword, you know. Never thought about it like that. I, I just, I didn't know. I thought you, so when you, you have to draw again? Is that what you're saying? Well, you roll the dice or you have an envelope with certain numbers in it and stuff like that, you know, after a qualifying. Now, on the, like the NASCAR, I think makes you do the top eight cars. You can do, I think they do seven, eight, and nine, so that nobody can kind of just be in a certain spot. They know those three spots, but they don't know who's going to be on the on the front. So, you know, the ultimate deal would be eight, so you know you'd be in the draw. But you know, I mean, it kind of it kind of has merit, and it kind of don't, you know. So I don't know. Let's hear what you got to say out there. All right, if you uh, have any <clears throat> opinions about that, I guess chime in and just uh, let us know. But, David, man, an hour is coming gone so fast. It always does. Anyway, we'll be back here <laughs> next next Monday with another episode. Great show, as always, David. And I think it's time to go check out the new location of El Taco. They just opened it up. It's over there on the corner of, of Boulevard and North Greenville and Anderson. And that's the after party. That's where we're going to be. That's where I'm going to be. That's David, where you're, headed. you're headed back to. I'm headed back to Great Court, baby. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you again for another great episode. And uh, we'll catch you guys next Monday here on Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Billy Bentley.